Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Joining me this week is Jay Hugh. What's up? I got first. <laughs> Ian. Right hey, what's up, guys? And Joseph. I love that so much. I'm outraged. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph is stewing in his chair this right is, now. This is the most outraged I've been since about like nine o'clock last night <laughs> when I was watching the Oscars. I can't wait to hear about it. <laughs> Ian, you got some news for us? Yeah, um, so there's some like movies they announced. The first one that uh, they talked about is they're doing a Hulk Hogan biopic, and it's going to star Chris Hemsworth, the most talented of the Hemsworths, I would say. Yeah, I mean... I think that's probably undebatable. Um, it's just casting now, so it's it's a ways off. Um, directed by Todd Phillips. Todd Phillips, who did the Joker movie. Is well, doing yeah, it, I in the Joker. Um I know, Hurt, you're a big wrestling fan. I mean, what are your thoughts? I know exactly what I want this movie to be, and I know it won't be that. I want it to be a movie about as if Hulk Hogan was a real person. No fucking Terry Bollea. Like, he was a real person who really did the things. Yep. He really said his prayers. He really took his vitamins. He <laughs> really fought uh, fought Andre the Giant. Uh, Macho Man was really his best friend and betrayed him. You know, shit like that. Fuck all this shit about his hard work and sacrifice and all that. And plus, if they do do the real story, it's not going to be any good because there's too many masters to serve, you yeah. know? Who's, if, who's Ben McMahon in this movie? You know what I mean? Like, I, man, if this was, if this was 15 years ago, I would have said get Pacino. <laughs> but that would be but, that would be amazing. But he's he, he's probably too old for it now, so I don't know who would do it. Now. My biggest problem with this movie is that Hulk Hogan is involved in it. Yeah, that's always a bad thing. Yep. And and Vince will have to be involved with it yeah. too because he needs too much of Vince's permission to do all the yeah, shit. Yeah, so yeah. and they're they're gonna definitely brush like the sex tape, like the the racism. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that stuff will definitely well, not be addressed. It's gonna be a half hearted, you know, it's gonna talk well, about the good stuff. I don't I don't think they'll get past the eighties because yeah, if they not. get past no, the, yeah. if they get past the eighties, they have to talk about Vince and Hulk's breakup, and then one of them's got to be the good guy, and one of them's got to be the bad guy, and neither of those dudes are going to agree to do that. I think the, the the climax is him fighting WrestleMania, Andre the Giant. You're probably I, that, right. that, that's got to be the climax of the movie. And who do you get to be Andre the Giant though? Big Show. Yeah, that's yeah. not a bad idea. Yeah. Ian. I was and gonna... he's a he's a pretty funny dude. I think he yeah. could do it. Yeah, I was going to say CGI him in there, but or the Rocker Momoa. No one can be Andre, Andre the Giant. No. Like, there's an HBO documentary I think I've talked about in this podcast. I've watched. I mean, Andre the Giant was is such an interesting character. There, mm. there will never be another Andre the Giant. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's going to be hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it, but we'll see. I'm, I'm excited for it because I love I love wrestling. You know? Um, I love Hulk Hogan. I love NW. Like, I grew up on NWO Hulk Hogan. Right. Like, like right. heel Hulk Hogan. Right. See, again, I would wish it was real and, or, you know, they pretended as if that was real and there was really a part where hulk hogan becomes evil in his real life yeah like and they would like show him on his day off like <laughs> being mean to cashiers and shit you know <laughs> this sounds like a way better movie than i'm yeah, sure it we're does. gonna get but we'll see um and next is the netflix announced they're doing a motley crew biopic it's called the dirt lots of biopics um the as age we, of biopics yeah as we were leaving comic-con jones was telling me about some of the stuff motley crew has done and i was very amazed if you want to go over like some I of mean, the highlights or low lights you have a dude who like killed people with his car yeah. and they don't look like they're brushing over that they're N- totally gonna go with vince neil killed a guy yeah so that's cool uh you have a dude who literally died yeah 
uh, a dude who married a porn star and made his own sex tape, so kind of became a porn star. I mean, like, it's all the right amount of abuse and addiction you need in a in a biopic film. I, I've read this book. I've, I've First of all, of all genres of books, I've read the most musician books. Mm-hmm. And this one's, like, easily top five. Just because it's about the four worst people you'll ever meet in your fucking life. They're, actually, this is spoilers for a narrative trick, but for the first like half of the book, you think it's about the three worst people on Earth, and the other guys just kind of like standing behind like, look at these awful assholes. And then you get to Mick Mars's backstory, and he's easily the worst fucking one yeah. of all of them. So that's probably why they got Ramsey to play him. I'm worried that this is just going to be another biopic because this could be like the anti-biopic because it's all killer, no filler mm-hmm. in the book. It's just all them. There's no struggle. It's just we want to be famous. We are. We're the worst people on earth. Uh, the main scene that's going to be the deal breaker for me, if we get to this part and, and it doesn't happen, then I'll just stop watching, is the dicks in the burritos, which I don't know if you guys know about no, this. But I do not. There's a part in the book where... <laughs> Uh, Tommy Lee and Nikki Six are living with girlfriends before they were they are famous, but they're already playing on the Sun Strip and they're pretty Sunset Strip and they're pretty popular and stuff. So they would go fuck around and then have to go home to their girlfriends. So the way they disguised this was they would buy burritos and then stick their dicks in the burritos to. Me- now, why these women didn't question why their dicks smelled like burritos, I don't know. But this is what they did, and it's fucking great. Like, I can remember when I got to the part of this book, I was like, this is the best fucking book ever. <laughs> did it work? Uh, you the know, they don't really for a while. <laughs> I mean, they don't really well on that. This, this is not a great book for women. Like, there, there's not a lot of female characters in this book. Nips, any thoughts? Are you a Motley Crue fan? I'm not, but all so, of that sounds really interesting. Yeah. I, I am also really sick of the, the schmaltzy, uh, I don't know, formulaic thing that we've been doing for a while. And I like the idea of just having like real shits who are awful people, mm. and you have to watch them for an hour <laughs> and a half. I think if you got any, you could do basically do one of these movies about any of those like late 80s Sunset, Sunset Strip fans. Motley Crue being a great... Oh, Guns N' Roses being Guns another... Guns N' Roses, if they just did Appetite era, that yeah. would be so fucking tight. Because they were really terrible people. Yeah, awful human beings. And, yeah. And I'm excited now. I, like, I didn't know anything about it, but now I will watch this. The problem you is you have to me. listen to Motley Crue music while it's going on. That's my issue. You know, on with the show is a good song. You know, fucking... Uh, 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 too fast for love. There, there's good shit in Motley Crue. Hair metal was never my thing, yeah, but of that either. scene... These guys are a little better than the rest. Yeah. Cool. Um, and then the next thing is they announced a movie about Billy the Kid called The Kid. Yep. Um, directed by, who did you say? Vincent oh, D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio, Kingpin or Private Pile, as, yeah. as Jones referred to him. I mean, have you seen this trailer? I didn't get to watch it. What do you think? Uh, I watched the trailer. Chris Pratt is uh, like a bad guy in it, yep. which is weird. Who else? Ethan Hawke is Ethan in Hawk it. Ethan Hawke. Dane DeHaan. And Dane DeHaan and This sounds like the, the Magnificent Seven oh, yeah. cast got back but together. It's, it's like way more serious. <laughs> but you you're right. Ethan three Hawk. guys are <laughs> Ethan Hawke. <laughs> Those uh, three guys are in uh, Magnificent Seven. The, the, you know, they were telling me about this before it started, and when they got to the part where they said Dane DeHaan, I really thought they were going to say Dane Cook, and I was so excited. Because as a person, I'm ready to fucking hate uh, Chris Pratt, and I'm ready to love uh, I'm ready to love Dane Cook. I'm ready for that switch around when, on a pop cultural level. So, uh, so is Dane Cook, actually. I'm sure <laughs> Dane Cook is. 
Yeah, I, Dane DeHaan, I, I, I do not like him. He's, it, he's ruined. He ruined the Spider-Man movies. He's a big. Re- he I mean, did not ruin so the big, His Green Goblin and the second one is a big reason but that's that movie not did not work. His fault. He's just not good in it. He's not good at all. Uh, I really. I don't know, man. The guy's made like maybe two good movies. He, one he, and a half tops. I, well, I like he, Lawless. Lawless is good. And then, oh yeah, but well, Place Behind the, the Pines. He's awful in. Yeah. What's the superhero? No, one? It, it's Josh oh, Trank. Yeah, with Mike, Michael B. Jordan's awesome in that movie. Yeah. yeah. What is that? I don't know. You're right. I haven't watched it in a decade. The thing with him is he looks so much like fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, it's just like, I feel like he's trying to be him. But a fugly version. But he's just not, it was the other thing. I feel like Leonardo DiCaprio looked like that when he was younger, but then he aged more handsome. And that's not happening to Dane DeHaan. He also looks like more like a guy who sleeps with underage girls by looking like Leonardo <laughs> that, DiCaprio. That, that is the best take on him I've heard. <laughs> that being said, continuity's sake, I have said on this podcast before, I like him in that Metallica movie. I'll stand by that, so he's okay. <laughs> so the next thing is uh, A Quiet Place, uh, directed by John Krasinski. They just closed the deal. He's writing and directing A Quiet Place 2. And starring in. And, no. no I, Emma, oh, yeah. and I would love it. If, God, Spoilers. I bring that beard back. But um, no, Emily Blunt is coming back. I know the beard should just be <laughs> in the movie. They just Nothing shave else. it off his face, make a little memorial yeah. further. He, he, he's great. I think that movie, that role got him a lot of stuff. Like He's he's kind of on the up now. Like Jack Ryan, he's really good. And I think he's trying to transition to like action movies. But um, he did a really good job directing that movie. I think Bird Box, like there's other movies that have kind of taken little 100%. stuff from that. Yeah. So I don't know though if I don't know where you go with this because if they turn this into an action movie because they discovered the weakness of the monsters, that's gonna be bad. I mean, it, there, I, I don't know. I'm very nervous. It could about be. It. I, here's the thing. I feel like you've you've like you know, a Quiet Place. The first one is about the family dynamic we've solved the family dynamic that's the end of that one we have to do something else so it's either like you know a societal conflict or you're right we we go aliens 2 and turn it into a fucking action movie and i'm kind of down with it that actually sounds awesome i think it's what happened because at the very end of quiet place one it ends with emily blunt clicking a shotgun like she's gonna start shooting people i I actually (laughs) i love that ending and i almost kind of hate we're getting a second one because that i thought that was just such a fun way to end that i mean me too because i I thought they were dead. You know, at the end yeah. of it, I was like, and I, I was comfortable and they were dead. And the fact that they are not dead kind of takes all the stakes out of it. Like, if they got out of that shit, what are you going to put them in that they can't get out of, you know? Yep. I will say, I think Emily Blunt could carry an action movie based on Live, Die, Repeat. You oh, yeah. I mean, 100%. Like, like, she could be, I mean, that's not the problem. I just, this concept transitioning to action, but we'll wait and see. Also, I, yeah. I like the idea, if, if it is like, you know, Emily Blunt's going to be, I like the idea that she's going to be, you know, kind of, if, if we turn into an action, like an action hero and a mother at the same time, yeah. which is not a thing that you get very often. Yep. Yeah, really. Not <laughs> ever. aliens. Yeah. Modern day Ripley. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, I know. Where, that that's, where fucking awesome. be, that's where they should go with it. Yeah. Um, all right. One last thing we're going to talk about, and then transition to Oscars. Uh, they released the first full trailer for Rocketman. Um, Taron Edgington starring. Yep. It looks nuts. I didn't know Elton John. I don't know much about, like I said, Elton John. I didn't know he had such addiction issues, it seems. Big from, fan of drugs. Yeah, I didn't know that from the trailer. So it looks like, it doesn't look like a straight bio, biopic. It looks like it's kind of a fantasy. Yeah, there's definitely musical. some surreal elements to yeah. it. Um, if you want my honest opinion, that's how all biopics should be. Definitely. I like taking the the real story. And then if you kind of like fictionalize it a little bit, I, I, I just, I just believe you can be almost more true to those people or their art than you can be by making a straight pick. I think it's either you pick a small time frame 
or you just do something like this where it's just batshit insane yeah. impressions of yeah. the thing. So yeah, we'll see. I didn't even know that Ellen John wasn't his real name, as little as I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think Taron looks great for the part. I mean, yeah. He, yeah. He, he looks the part, and I mean, he sings real well, and... So they knighted Elton John on a fake name. I don't know what the rules of knighting Sir Elton John. That, that, that doesn't seem right to me, but but we'll see. Take yeah. it up with the Queen. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's all the the the, the movie news. The only other thing is the Oscars. Uh, last night were there. Last night at time of recording this uh, past Sunday. Yeah. Nips had a lot of strong feelings. If we you want to we all up. had a lot of strong feelings here. <laughs> I, I didn't. I haven't watched. Well, it. that's you want me to run through any them? results. What's yeah. that? You mean to run through them? We just give our. Quick take reaction. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I want to say that our predictions were pretty solid. We, we were pretty close. We underestimated Bohemian Rhapsody a lot, but I like to think that that's just because we have faith in humanity. <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say I didn't stand up for this the last time. I think you guys are too hard on Bohemian Oh, man, Rhapsody. you're about to not have a good time the next five minutes. <laughs> I, I'll have a fucking fine time. Like, I want... Uh, it, Maybe you can convince if us. If the fucking metric is better than Transformers... Uh-huh. You're telling me that that movie's not better than Transformers. Okay, so <laughs> we dis- we discovered this last year in our Oscar episode, which is better than Transformers is not a good metric for Oscar movies. Okay, I'm not saying this movie should win yeah. an Oscar, but you guys That's are what like, we're talking about. But, Her, this, but, ta- but, I mean, also, you guys just fucking hate it as it. And it's like, you're telling me you had no fun in that movie. I have said I have had fun in that movie, but that doesn't make it a but good you, movie. I but, have, okay, but... Okay, the Queen music did you have as mu- at least as much fun as you had in Transformers? Surely, even with all the flaws in that movie, it was more fun than listening to Shia LaBeouf's parents talk about masturbating. I would, uh, I would rather watch Transformers, and I think Shia LaBeouf deserves more of an Oscar than Rami Malek did. <laughs> I just think he. The only thing good with that I'm movie is Queen's music. I mean, put on a fucking it's, CD. It's the, a lifetime movie. It the, is a lifetime the, I mean, TV movie. The, okay. li- the the concert pieces are the best part. Yeah. The plot wise, I'm not arguing for the plot. I'm just yeah. saying visually, it's a cool looking movie. Sound wise, they did good stuff with the with the music. You know, it did bother the fuck of me that they put Fab Bottom Girls too early in the continuity. But otherwise, I I had fun watching this movie. I would watch it again. I'll probably not ever watch Transformers again in my life. As far as Remy Malik winning, I will say that after he won the Oscar, he proceeded to fall off the stage and had that paramedics come yep. over and help him. That alone says he's no fucking Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury's rolling over in his grave. The guy wins an Oscar for him, falls off the stage. Like, come I, on. I didn't know that. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Hopefully he was wearing his fake teeth when he did. That would be better. Like, um, um, you know, I mean, I guess we'll just go ahead and skip to that one since we're on it. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Who was better to win the Oscar than him? I don't even know if I think it's an Oscar-worthy Literally. But I also don't give a shit about Oscar-worthy performance. So. Literally fucking anyone. I, Who else was I, even I, on I, the I, list? Okay, so the other nominees were Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody, Christian Bale for Vice, Viggo Mortensen, Green Book, Bradley Cooper, Star is Born, Willem Dafoe. I will say, I haven't seen Willem Dafoe. Of the other ones, I'm going to automatically knock out Bradley Cooper and Viggo Mortensen. I don't think they were better than Rami Malek. Disagree. But, disagree hard. <laughs> I would go Christian Bale's vice is probably yeah. the the better winner to me. Well, we already know how I feel about Fat Face. We know you, you know, don't so, like it. We win so. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Bradley Cooper. I mean, like I said, he's not. I don't even be- think he's the best part of that movie. But I at think least he's better Rami than Rami Malik is the best part of Bohemian right. Rhapsody. But he's better than Rami Malik. 
I mean, just 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 on fucking bullshit that I can remember that I saw last year. John Krasinski in A Quiet Place is better. Fucking Chadwick Boseman is better in Black Panther. Fucking uh... oh, was was Chadwick Boseman nominated? No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm just coming up with literally. Well, I'm saying of the nominees, Viggo Mortensen in Green Book is better than Remy Malek. Viggo Mortensen playing a white guy who's really a black guy in Sixty South. Like it's a better performance. I didn't get to see that one either. Yeah. Didn't play. Right. It, let's didn't play at the Ridge. Let's let's keep let's, let's I, go through because we're That's gonna just, we're gonna talk about it too long. <laughs> Best Supporting Actress, won by Regina King, which we picked. Yep. Is the right choice. Yep, I thought that was the best I one. I think everyone's happy with that. Uh, best Makeup and Hair, Vice. We picked Mary Queen of Scots, I believe. We were wrong, but Vice is hey, fine. they made a skinny Christian Bale look like a fat Dick Cheney. No, fat Christian Bale made <laughs> That's fat true. Christian Bale. McDonald's uh, made him look like. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Fucking pie made him look like uh, Dick Cheney. Uh, best Documentary, Free Solo. Cool. Yeah. Uh, costume design, Black Panther. It won one. Yeah, I mean yep. that. That's it. Also won three. Should, you know. It did. I mean, oh, we're just going through it. All right. Uh, we're at one right now. It's the counter. But sure, it did win three overall. Thank you, Joseph. Best film editing, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Fine. Like I said, the concert scenes were well done, but it's it's because of fucking Queen's music. It won because uh, Queen has cool songs. I would, but I that's would've... what it should be representing. <laughs> Who gives a shit about their I fucking would, lives? I would argue that I think. The concert bits in A Star is Born are better than in Bohemian Rhapsody because those are filmed in front of a live mm-hmm. audience, yep. whereas Bohemian Rhapsody CGI's it, but that's... I should say, opinion. I never watched A Star is Born because... Well, and this is going to be so bullshitty, but I didn't watch it because I felt like it was a ripoff, and you're like, it's a remake. Of course it's a ripoff. No, I'm not talking about of either of the other two A Star is Born. I felt like it was a ripoff of Crazy Heart, and I fucking love Crazy Heart, so... There's, there's a little bit of truth to that. I will at least... I, I support it strictly because Jason Isbell wrote a song for that movie. Best production design. Black Panther again. Yeah. Well-deserved in that one. Yeah, I, definitely. I, I want to say that was our pick for that it one. It was. Yes. Uh, best cin- Cinematography. Went to Roma, which we knew no very surprise. clearly. Yeah. I did watch about 20 minutes of Roma this weekend just so I could see, like, you know, specifically for that. God bless you. Most it, of that is her just sweeping the, the front it, thing in the opening sequence. It was, uh, and it is gorgeously shot. But, uh, like, they shouldn't have even announced that. Just the person at the podium should have made the jerk off. <laughs> like, of course, that two won. Yeah. Best sound editing went to Bohemian Rhapsody. Best sound mixing went to Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. And my friend of mine uh, put on Facebook, he was like, the real shitty part about Bohemian Rhapsody winning best sound mixing is it's for a job guys did 40 years ago, (laughs) not this year. And that is perfect. Uh, Best foreign language film, Roma, Roma. because of course it was. If you're keeping tally, only like three movies have won all the Academy Awards. I I will say that I think that's why it did not win best picture. They were trying to spread the love. Yeah, it it wins a lot. Yeah. Best supporting actor, Marshall Ali. Um, I would have preferred Sam Elliott, but I love Mahershal Ali, so great. Shouldn't he have also... I haven't even seen the movie, but shouldn't he even been actor? Like, why he, was he supporting? They, they, it's a very even split. He could have went, went either way. Right. I, I will say that now he is the only... He's the second who joins Denzel Washington as the African-American male with two Oscar not, wins now. Only cool. once. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. In that three cool. years, he's risen to that level. I just like that that guy's, like, on top of Hollywood right now. 100%. But, well, I mean, he's he's just hitting him out of the park one after the other. Yeah, Everything he does is good. I haven't seen Alita, but... I like him. He has a nicely shaped head. He does. He does. He's not, he's not he's bad. He's got a cool voice. <laughs> uh, best animated feature with Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Woo, that was probably the big one for... Poor for fucking wrecked. Yes, no. that was the right choice. No. Sorry, Joseph. Best live action short. Skin. Cool. Whatever. Best animated short. Bow. Again, one we picked, but it's the only one we saw. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to guess it's the only one the Academy saw. Uh, best documentary short. 
Period. It's about menstruation. End of sense. Yeah. Is that really what it's? Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. Right on. It's it's about how in like Muslim countries you're not allowed to go or was it India or I can't remember. I don't know. It's it's from how in other countries you can uh, you can't go to school on your period and it denies you an education. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Wow. That sounds Good like something we should niche. watch. Yeah. <laughs> best visual effects. First man. Upset. Uh, I like this movie, and I'm glad it got an award, but it should have been a, in, Avengers. I, I really liked the effects in this yeah. movie. I think I talked about them on the thing, that I really liked the way you felt in the space sure. travel things. But yeah, fucking Infinity War, man. Come on. This is the only bone it should be getting, yeah. but it should get that fucking bone. It's three hours long, yeah. and VFX are in every single shot of that movie. And none of them look bad. No. I like that they're respecting practical effects, because that's what mm-hmm. First Man did well. Yeah, that's You true. know what I mean? Real Agreed. stuff. Agreed. So that's cool. Best original screenplay went to Green Book. Yep. Best adapted screenplay went to Black Klansman, which... Spike Lee. Did we pick that one? I, th- I think we yes. may have talked about it. I, I can't remember. remember. I think Black Klansman should have got lo- more love all the way around. I thought that movie was dope. Spike Lee seems very weird. You know, that's the problem. <laughs> Spike Lee is such an asshole yeah. that, like, I, I respect his contribution to cinema, but fuck that guy. Yeah, like, he seems like an asshole, and he seems very weird from his, like, what was going on yesterday. Best original score went to Black Panther, which was yeah, the right choice of the nominees. Uh, I still say first, first man, man had a better yeah. score. Yeah. Best original song went to Shallows. That was the of course surest, the thing, of, okay. surest thing of all the surest Let's things. pause for a second. Who was the real loser at the Oscars? Bradley Cooper's girlfriend. Yep. That yes. dude is fucking Lady Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> there is no way they're not having sex. Uh, Absolutely not. I didn't check. Uh, I didn't check any uh, Oscar news, but the two things I checked one thing, which was whether or not they honored Steve Ditko, and they didn't. So fuck the Oscars now. <laughs> Second of all, uh, the one thing I couldn't I, I couldn't uh, avoid was that Bradley Cooper is fucking Lady Gaga. Oh, like, yeah. Everyone is like yep. that was everywhere. That I mean, it was great on screen. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was I, a very like, compelling performance. Yeah. I like how the whole performance was shot downstage or yeah. up, downstage, yeah. right? Is that the right word or upstage? I don't know. Like mm-hmm. where you were seeing the audience the whole way, yeah. which is like. So different. You could tell from the way they... And did. it's kind of like the way that they did it in the yeah, movie. Yeah, it was like know, the yeah. movie in the Oscars, and that was really cool. It was a great moment. It was. But, man, those two just... I mean, I, it's electric. You know, I don't yeah. even... They have great chemistry. They should just make movies together. Yep. <laughs> Best actor, Rami Malek. We're going to keep going because yep. they've already talked about it. <laughs> Best actress, Olivia Coleman. My pick. Uh, Best only- acceptance speech. Yeah, she was a great acceptance speak. I I, I like Olivia Coleman. I'm glad she's a thing. Lady I feel, Gaga got robbed. I'm I feel bad for it. Glenn Close. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? That's eight times I think, and yeah. no and, wins. And she definitely thought she was going to win. Oh, everyone yeah. was yeah. telling her. So yeah. we'll get to that in a moment. <laughs> Best director Alfonso Cuarón, because of course. Yep. Yep. Best picture Green Book. Talking about people thought they were going to win. Did you guys see the uh, Chadwick Boseman turning around and like looking? And when they announced Green Book, he like looked around and was like, yeah. well, <laughs> Sp- well, Spike Lee got up and almost and left. He tried yeah. to leave. He was so upset about it. Green Book's a good movie, but I can see like it's not progressive in what they're looking for with African Americans. I mean, it's, it's like the white guy saves the day. Yeah, no, it's, it's not a white, it's a white savior, savior movie. But yeah. at the same time, I'm not sure that Black Klansman is particularly a lot better. No, no, no. It's not. I mean, no, I, no, no, no. I've heard I wouldn't want either one of those. Roma was was the better movie and you know i think star is born's about i agree having, yeah, yeah. having not seen one of them i think the difference is and i think it's kind of bullshitty that everyone is like oh this uh this narrative of the white guy learns to like a black guy is stupid i mean 
I think that's an honorable thing. Yeah, if if yeah. you believe that racism is even partially ignorance, then that's a message you want out there. Yeah. But I think the difference between Green Book and Black Klan, Klansman is that the white guy was the main character, whereas the black guy was the main character in Black Klansman. And I think that gives it a little leg up to me. I also think Green Book just had so much negative press like you know one of the screenwriters had some stuff talking about he saw like the towers go down and like muslims like in 9-11 yep. he was, and then another guy like peter Fairley, he like he's talked about exposing himself to women yeah, like, yeah. and like it's just a lot of and like i don't know with the times now it's hard i think for people to wrap their head around yeah. that winning it's but just, they didn't win yeah i know i mean yeah it's just hard for me to think the guy who helped make dumb and dumber <laughs> yeah and there's something about mary now has a best picture. Winner. That's yep. weird. But it's also weird to me that if you thought it, what showed up to their set and thought somebody wasn't going to show you their dick. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. In those days, yeah. they were so fucking crude. I mean, yeah. you know. I can't believe, like, the guy thanked everyone in his acceptance speech, uh, except Don Shirley. Right. Which is just, I don't know. It, yeah, it's, it's fucked up. It's it's a little tone deaf. But but, but to your to your point, Hurt, I'm not saying they shouldn't stop, stop making white savior movies, because right. they're still fun to watch. Right. I'm just saying, like, that story isn't like, it, it shouldn't be the shortcut to an Oscar that it is. Right. Because it's not, like, in any way original. That's, I think. I, right. I, I agree. But, you know, Oscars want to pat themselves on the back. 100%. With, we make important stuff that changes the world. We, we nominate the white guy from the white savior movie <laughs> right. for best actor and not yeah. Mahershala Ali. No. Yeah. I, I actually kind of reminds me when we were talking about making a new Superman movie and you're right. like, Superman, like, People want to make Superman a black guy, but, you know, white guys need the message of Superman right Totally need the lesson of Superman. It's the same thing to me with, like, you know, like the Green Book. White people still need to be reinforced in this idea. 100%. But you don't just be like, well, just because that message is maybe kind of important, it should be the best picture. Especially like you're talking about, you not nominate the equal build black guy for best actor. I mean... This is the same way that, and this cuts back to the exact moment I stopped giving a fuck about the Oscars. The same way Dances with Wolves beat uh, Goodfellas, Goodfellas is yep. by having this message when Goodfellas was clearly the better movie. Yeah. Honestly, if they were going to give it to Green Book, they should have just given it to Black Panther. You know what I mean? Like, if you weren't going to give it to Roma, give it to Black Panther, and, like, that would have been fucking awesome. Black Panther would have made the point that the Academy wanted to make more. They were just too up their own ass to realize Oh, for sure. Definitely. Uh, You know, you guys see the ratings were up. Yep. And I think a lot went into that. I think the no host thing was went went faster. Never go back. Uh, (laughs) The one thing I would say is you nominated movies people fucking watched, which made them more invested. Whether you know whether people want to talk about Black Panther or maybe Stars Born or maybe even Vice, like you had movies that were great movies that also people went to go see. Yep, and uh, that makes people more invested. So this idea, like last year. Even the, those of us who love movies and love the Oscars had seen like two of them right. mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Uh, it was just people were more motivated to watch because you had more ownership of those films. Yes. Well, I tell you another thing that not having a host kind of gets me on board with. One of the main things I fucking hate about the Oscars is that they look down so much on comedy. Yep. You know, but when it comes time to make their shitty show not boring, who do they call? A fucking comedian. Yep. At least not having a host is walking it like they talk it. Hundred percent, because like they tie the host hands. You're not allowed to insult anybody. Right. You know what I mean? It's like it's so backwards. Like yeah. like Jones said, they're all stuck up their own ass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that wraps it up for our right. news episode this week and our Oscar reactions till next year when there's all new things to be outraged about. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Um, 
I'm worried I've legit pissed you off about <laughs> you're your fine. You've been like tense ever <laughs> since then. Um, He's gripping the chair. Yeah, I know. Uh, so join us a little later this week. We're going to be doing our spring movie preview. We're going to go through the March, April, and May and go through the, the new release, things that we think are interesting and, and worth your time. And uh, so, yeah, join us a little bit later this week for that. Uh, in the meantime, thank you for listening. Please uh, like and subscribe. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Real Phonies and on our new Instagram at Real underscore Phonies. Yeah. Uh, thanks to Zach Evans for our and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys later this week. Have a good one, guys. Fuck, we went on for that you way too long. See, I like that. That was my favorite one of these I've ever been involved in. <laughs> it was very heated. It, came, it, yeah, it just came in more? so hot. And like, I mean, everybody I, had opinions. They were pretty funny. I could I could yell about Rami Malek more, 100%. What always boils down to me and Rami Malek is uh, the guy won a move, uh, Best Actor for playing a musician in a band that was also performing, and he did not sing. And that's hard for me. Right. That's a hard pass. Yes. Right. Oh uh, yeah, just the fucking clip they showed, which is him just like it, it, you know, it, it's it's him and his fucking awful teeth and his yeah. fucking and and it's him being dubbed over by fucking Freddie Mercury. Yes. And he's doing like a bad lip sync, like an over dramatic lip sync. It's not him acting in it. It's him just, you know, being the vessel of Freddie Mercury's voice. I don't know. It's just fucking hard. Yeah, I, uh, and that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't want to shit on it too hard because you know what? For the movie that it is, I think it's a fine performance. I think he's one of the better parts of that movie. I don't think that movie is fine, but I think he's one of the more fine parts of that movie. I just think overall the whole thing is kind of shit, and it's definitely not anywhere near like the best of fucking anything. Adam Chitwood had the best post, which to me was like he was like at the time I was thinking anything but Bohemian Rhapsody. And then Green Book wins, and I'm like, you're talking about in a year of Black Panther, Black Klansman, Vice, and A Star is Born, this is the best we can do? Like, those were clearly the worst two movies of the, of the category, but fuck it.